How about it, y'all? You got the Lake Seminole Ramblings Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Country Boy Baits, made for the swamp. These baits flat out wreck them, y'all, I'm telling you. Check them out today, www.countryboybaits.com. So in this week's episode, we'll bring you the usual fishing report, and then we're going to talk about Lake Seminole's Mafia Dawn. Then we're going to announce our Lake Seminole Ramblings Labor Day Tournament. And hey, big shout out to our patrons, Brett Bush, Miles Mosley, Mason Mosley, John Sullivan, Charlie Howard, Dole Browning, and Jamie Kochevar. Y'all, thanks so much for the support. You want to be like these guys? Head to our website, lakeseminoleramblings.com, and join. Let's get on with the show. All right, so apparently uh, the core is working on the dam, which is why y'all seen the water level go up and down and up and down and up and down so much. I don't know for a fact if that's going on, but that's what I'm hearing. Uh, water levels fluctuated from 76.4 to 77.1, with level at publication being 77.08. And your water temps across all of the arms of the lake are in their summertime uh, summertime pattern, summertime temp, 90 to 94, depending on where you're at. The warmest water I'm seeing right now is in the drain. And, uh, some areas of the state park pond is about 93, 94 degrees, depending on the time of day. So it's hot. Water temp's hot. Large mouth tend to slow down a little bit. So keep that in mind. Don't be getting frustrated out there. It's easy to do with the heat. All right, bass fishing. If y'all are bass fishing, it's the same thing as it was last week. What I'm seeing is right before your uh, afternoon storms come in, and these are manufactured just about daily this time of year, uh, right before that comes in, right as you start seeing the cloud cover build, that's when your activity is going to pick up, your barometric pressure is dropping. Uh, you're going to start seeing your schools being pushed, your schools of shad, bait pods, all of that's going to be moving. Uh, when I see this going on, I like throwing uh, topwaters or I like throwing a small swim bait or a small spinner bait. Remember, the, them shad right there are little. There might be two inches. Uh, but you like to match the hatch, okay? Make sure that it's... If a fish is real keyed in on that shad and you try to throw something giant and it's on a little bitty school, it's going to stand out. It's going to look off to them unless it's needlefish colored or something different. But you're still your probability is going to be low to get bit. So try to match what you're throwing and be aware of what's going on. So when you sit down in the area, look, see what's going on, observe, and then make your casts. But uh, I'm finding them on transitional points, about ten foot between deep water and the real shallow areas where the uh, usually where the spawning grounds all are. Uh, they're in the middle transitional areas between that, and they are just rounding these shad like crazy. It's awesome. Same thing if you spec fishing. If you crappy fishing, same areas. I think it's the specs more than anything that are pushing these big balls of uh, bait up, but there are bass underneath them. So you'll see them on your graph. It's crazy. It'll be a big, it just looks like the biggest blob you've ever seen. Dense, red, depending on your sensitivity. That's bait fish. Then you're going to have stacked laterally. Fish, 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 fish. That's always speckled perch usually crappy then you're gonna have bass underneath them or you're gonna have big catfish you know one or the two or all of them but from what i'm seeing this is a big area that's a fish fish club there's fish everywhere 
uh, all kind of species. So, uh, it's really not hard to target them, but sometimes that they're really hard. They're really keyed in on the stuff. That's why I keep saying though, little, 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 little stuff, the littlest you can get away with. Um, and that will help you catch them, but, uh, they're around, they can be caught. Catfishing is spectacular right now too. Uh, my boys, Tim and Brian, they're, uh, they're still slaying them. They've been catching 17 to 20 pound, 30 pound blues. Like it ain't nothing. Um, same thing as, like I said, I keep saying it's settled into a pattern. You don't have to stray much from this. You know, it's just settled in. Um, so just keep working. If you're not getting bit, you know, move to another area that looks promising, but they're there. You just got to work on them. You know, if you find these areas I'm talking about, these transitional areas that got a flat close to by deep water with cover on it, you've got the trifecta of everything you need. So. Uh, just keep working the areas, but yeah, the big catfish can be caught. Uh, I believe they're using brim and shell cracker cut bait. Now these guys fish 10, 15 rods at a time. Uh, they're serious as a heart attack about it. And they put the fish in the boat. I mean, it's crazy to see the, the poundage that they put in the boat. Um, but anyway, so yeah, the catfish are biting too. So everything is biting. Uh, sometimes they just fire up at a different time. You know, I learned something interesting last week after I, made my uh, podcast about the cores management practices and all that and i appreciate everybody's feedback about that uh, it's pretty awesome to get the response that i got but somebody told me something else and uh when they told me what this was i said wow we got a mafia don in charge of the lake because that's what this is 100 percent. it's a mafia don like don corleone or or Polly from Goodfellas. Y'all ever seen Goodfellas? Well, I'm going to play you a little clip from Goodfellas. But what I found out is the core, they get a percentage of total sales of any business that's on the water. <laughs> and <laughs> that just blew my mind. Like, okay, it's a Mafia Don. That's what a Mafia Don does. He, he comes in, he offers protection, and he offers... Uh, you know, you're going to be successful. You're going to have financing. You're going to have protection. You can do all this, but you're going to pay me every, every bit. And if I don't hold my end of the deal up, you pay me, right? That's exactly good fellas to the T. It's just blows my mind. So yeah, here, here's uh here's the transaction between a business owner Wanted to start something on this awesome lake and the core. You understand? You want me to be your partner? Yeah. That's what you're trying to tell me. You want me to be a partner? Yeah, what the fuck do you think I'm talking about, Paulie? Please, come on. It's not even fair. No? You don't understand. The joint is over. Oh, you run the joint. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll try to help you, all right? God bless you, Paulie. Okay. I appreciate it. God bless you. Always been fair with me. All right. Now the guy's got Paulie as a partner. Any problems, he goes to Paulie. Trouble with the bill, he can go to Paulie. Trouble with the cops, deliveries, Tommy, he can call Paulie. But now the guy's got to come up with Paulie's money every week, no matter what. Business bad, fuck you, pay me. Oh, you had a fire, fuck you, pay me. Place got hit by lightning, huh? You pay me. Also, Paulie could do anything, especially run up bills on the joint's credit. And why not? Nobody's gonna pay for it anyway. And that's exactly to the T what we got going on. So the core, not only, so here's what we got going on now. Not only are they not doing anything 
as far as maintenance on the lake goes. They're not maintaining the waterways. They're not maintaining the hydrilla. They're not maintaining anything else. Maybe they're working on the dam. That's Who knows? Okay, I'm surprised they're doing that. And then I get chatter from everybody else that we're two years behind on the budget. But they haven't done anything to the lake. Okay? Everybody that's out there knows they haven't done anything. So, But they're two years behind. Yet they got FEMA money, and they get a percentage of everybody that's on the water from their sales. And they're getting permit money for people rebuilding their docks. They're getting permit money for people that are sick of the core not doing their job. So they're paying an outside business to clean up in front of their docks so they can get their boat to the lake instead of having to go through a hydrilla island. So they're making money in every aspect, not to mention the tickets that they write and all this. Oh, and I don't know if y'all know, but they will also stop you like the DNR will, and they'll do a safety inspection while the lake is as unsafe as it's ever been in my entire life. So that's why I say we have a mafia, Don. He owns all the property here, and he sits here and he says, pay me. You can't do this. You can't do that. But I can do whatever I want. And if you try to check me, then I'll come at you even harder, and I'll make it so that you go away and you can't uh, check me anymore. Y'all, we are the only lake that the Corps owns that's in this kind of shape. I mean, have you have you follow Hartwell, Kiwi, Lake Lanier, Altoona? That's five, just to name like that. Are they in any kind of shape like this lake is? Absolutely not. And so don't tell me that those lakes aren't getting a budget. Those lakes ain't two years behind on their budget. We had FEMA money that came in. Like, there's no excuse for any of this. They're a federal entity they got federal money look at all of this money that the government is spending right now hemorrhaging money away and you're gonna let them sit there and say we don't have the money bullshit they've got the money or they had the money and they're embezzling it somehow and that's the only thing that i can think of it makes absolutely no sense anybody that's run a business and there's a lot of y'all that run businesses that listen to this think about it from a business point of view if you had a manager that you were giving money to and you never once went and looked at the work that he was doing or, or the land that he was managing or in charge of or whatever his job was and then you went and followed up with that and it looked like teetotal dog shit, wouldn't you fire him or think he was taking that money? Be like, hey, where's this millions of dollars that I give you every year? What'd you do with it? Why are you telling me you're behind? Just nobody cares. And I've heard it a lot from, you know, the generation before us. Oh, Chris, leave that alone. You ain't going to mess with a core. Core ain't going to do nothing. Well, that's why the lake's in the shape it's in now. Because we ain't held them to a standard. It's mind-blowing, y'all. I get customers here, and they say, this is a core lake? I say, yep. And they say, wow, our lakes aren't this in this kind of shape. We live on a core lake. It's time that we hold them accountable. And I don't mind spearheading the charge, but it's it's damn past time. And I'm sorry for getting uh, you know having a filthy mouth about this, but I'm passionate about this lake. I love this place, and this is just complete crap. There should not be 
any excuse whatsoever as to why this lake's in this shape, except for the fact that he's mafia don. He's just taking the money that this area gives to them and doesn't put back into it. The lake is supposed to be a reservoir of opportunity for this area. We don't have a lot here besides that. And because the Don, the mafia, we have to go over there and kiss his hand and ask permission to go talk to, it won't let us, won't clean the lake or won't do anything or make it look good. And I ain't talking about you got to go with a rake and clean the whole lake up, but at least fix the dang channel markers so that people can drive their boats safely. Every time we bring it up, they talk about the, oh, that's the Coast Guard's problem. And get out of here with that. The Coast Guard ain't going around here saying, you got a picnic table on your dock. That's not supposed to be there. You can't have side down. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. You're trying to tell us what we can and can't do on our property. Oh, that's right. Because it's on your property. It's, you know what it's like? It's like the nasty white trash neighbor who is always disputing the property line with you, but he won't ever clean his property up. So like, if you have a stick that's on your property, that's laying onto his on the property line, he'll come over there and say, clean that stick up. But like all on his side, it's like 18 dogs and 50 trucks that are all broke down and, and a, sh a shack and an outhouse and just the nastiest of nasty that you can think of. And you got a nice house and everything on the other side, but he's, he's holding you to it and he's calling code enforcement and stuff on you all the time. That's what I think about. And then when you bring people over to your house and you try to tell them, oh man, I'm telling you next door, it's a really good plot of land. You know, if they clean it up a little bit and the person looking at it's like, man, what's wrong with you? You high or something? Like, I ain't coming back over here. So, and that, you know, not to be dramatic, but that's like what it is. It's hilarious. It's like the crazy man living in the house next door telling you to clean your stuff up. It's absolutely mind-blowing. And yet the ones that rely on this lake and the future of this lake to keep this area going, which I don't know if a lot of us understand. I lived in a county the same size Seminole County in the center of the state that didn't have a lake. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing there. There's no industry besides farming. There's no nothing. We have an opportunity with the lake being here if they would do their end of the bargain. Because we're able to have Airbnb houses and guide service and rod and reel repairs and fish and bait and tackle stores and stuff like that where other places don't have a lake aren't able to have that. So we need to protect the resource. And I know there's a lot of people that don't like that we do the podcast and talk about fishing. We don't like that we spread the word about Lake Seminole because they want to keep it a gym. Y'all, it ain't got no problem being its own gym, but it is a source of revenue for a lot of us. And wouldn't we like to keep it nice? You know, I mean, what happens one day if the hydrilla just takes over the whole lake? It is an invasive species. I don't know if y'all are familiar with kudzu and how kudzu took over most of Atlanta, but kudzu is the same way as hydrilla is. It is just an invasive weed that grows forever and ever so i'm not going to make this episode just about ranting about the core but it was a popular topic i appreciate the support on it and I, i'm i just all i ask is just if you if you guys are gonna enforce your side of it i'm totally cool with that i'm 100 down with your rules like if you want to enforce your rules i'm cool with that but please make it even make it fair if you're going to say, don't keep your picnic table on your dock over 24 hours, that's cool. Please make it so we can run down the run without running out 
of the run because we don't know what we're doing. And not we, the locals know, but people that come here, spend their money here, that enjoy this lake, they don't want to come back because it's dangerous. Here's a perfect example. 2019, we had the BFL regional finals at Seminole. And if y'all had been in the first uh, meeting, y'all would have laughed hysterically because 250 of us in there, you know, however many, there's a bunch of people. And they said, okay, regional finals will be at, da, 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 drum roll, Lake Seminole. And everybody's knees started knocking. I was fist pumping in the back like, heck yeah, you know. But everyone was scared. So fast forward through the season, we're fishing a super tournament and, uh, talking to the guy I was fishing with the boater. And I said, uh, yeah, I'm fixing to buy a house at Seminole. And he said, why in the hell would you want to do that? And I was like, Seminole is awesome. He said, yeah, if you'd like buying lower units. And so that right there, that was kind of my first taste that not everybody's obsessed with Seminole, but that's why. And I'm not saying it has to be some great, super popular lake, but it's drying up. It's in it's in bad shape, and it needs to be fixed. And so, again, I'm going to spearhead the attention. We need to get the attention, and they need to do their job. That's going to be like my, you know, I hate to be sound like a protest kid, but do your job, do your job, do your job, do your job. That's what it's going to be. That's all we're asking is just do your job. We pay taxes. We, we, we do everything we're supposed to. We follow the law. We follow the rules. We do everything that we're supposed to do. Do your job. I mean, why? Okay, hold on. Think with me. Why are we not allowed to keep a picnic table on your dock or a chair on your dock for longer than 24 hours or, or longer than 24 seconds or whatever their crazy rule is? But it's okay to have sailboat shipwrecks laying in the runs and stuff. Like, I know of at least three. One at one is over at Addie's Campground and Marina. And you see, well, you almost don't see it anymore because it's been, what, almost five years? And the vines and stuff have grown up. But it's still laying there. So just remember, this is like the ultimate. This is like when uh, COVID lockdown was going on. And Nancy Pelosi said everybody couldn't have a haircut. And then she was caught getting a haircut. That's exactly to the T what this is. This is federal government telling you, you can do something. You cannot have a picnic table out there because we said so. However, it doesn't matter that we left a sailboat and we left the most popular artery cut through from Spring Creek to the Flint River, we left that full of debris and garbage and trash, and it's dangerous, and nobody wants to go through there anymore, even though it used to be the most popular place to go through. So, and, and there's buoys missing, and there's this and that, and we just typical, it's like Joe Biden runs this lake. They tell you you can't do this and that, and they regulate you to this, and you got to have a permit to do this, and no, 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 you can't cut that th that tree down, no, no, no. Up, oh, You can't add on to that dock that you paid money for that's attached to your property that you pay taxes for and all of this, but don't, don't you dare ask us anything about anything because we're just going to lie and tell you that we've got 36 contracts out to put up new channel markers and la 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 or we're just going to put our fingers in our ears and go 
I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't. No, 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 no. We're the federal government. Do what, do what we say. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter if people's lives are in jeopardy or if people's livelihoods are going down or we just don't care. No other lake that I've ever been to is in this kind of shape for a major federally owned lake. It is insanity. So anyway, I'm done. Rant over for this week. So anyway, we're going to do a, a tournament on Labor Day. So that will be Monday, September 5th. We're going to do a two-man team tournament. And that's going to be a $60 entry fee. You can pre-register LakeSeminoleRamblings.com. We have a link on our store. You can go ahead and pre-register for that starting today. And we'll give you a little bit more info on that uh, in the next coming weeks leading up to the tournament as we finalize some details. But that's definitely going to be at At Ease Campground and Marina. And that will be at Safe Light probably till about noon. And it will be a three fish limit. And we're going to do that just because of the water temps and all. Um, and we don't want any dead fish. So we're debating on a uh, pretty steep dead fish penalty. But anyway, speaking of Eddie's campground, we do have our uh, giveaway going on. And what I'm going to do since uh, Eddie's, the restaurant right now, y'all, is closed for renovations. Uh, so we're going to push this back a month so um we're going to go ahead and still take some entries for it so you can go ahead and enter at lakeseminoleramblings.com scroll to the entry form the secret word is wingate put that in the uh comment section and we got you entered but we're going to do that drawing at the uh tournament uh the labor day tournament so we're going to do that drawing live there and uh the winner can redeem his prize and everything uh but yeah so they're doing renovations they're going to bring you a brand new kitchen um new dining room area you know just a whole new atmosphere over there it already is really nice it's going to get better uh the time as time marches on things need to evolve and and grow and that's um what don's doing over there so if you have not gone out and checked our friends out over there at at ease go check it out uh it's got the old feel it's just like it it should be so uh but a big thanks to Mr. Don. He's put a lot of support behind us, and um, he loves um, us going over there and doing tournaments and all out of there. So um, we appreciate him, and uh, we're going to continue to uh, to keep working with him. So um, a big shout-out to all our sponsors that keep this going as well, Nichols Lures, Country Boy Baits, Lake Seminole Outdoors, Addies, Campground, and Marina. Uh, we do have sponsorship opportunities available. You can e email Lake Seminole Ramblings at gmail.com if you would like an opportunity to advertise your business on the Ramblings. We have a pretty nice reach across the southeast. So, again, thanks to all the listeners for the support. I know we're going into the fall, be kind of a stagnant time, but uh, we should have a special guest um, next month as long as everything goes as scheduled with that. So stay tuned. It is somebody pretty popular you might have seen on YouTube. Uh, but anyway, thanks for tuning into the Ramblings, and we will see y'all next week. You've been listening to the Lake Seminole Ramblings podcast. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. This episode was brought to you by Country Boy Baits. Y'all, these worms are really awesome. I throw them all the time. They've got a crazy scent to them, and the fish will just eat them. If you cannot buy a bite, you can buy them with a Country Boy Baits. So. Go check them out today, countryboybaits.com. And uh, thanks to all my Patreons, Brett Bush, Miles Mosley, Mason Mosley, John Sullivan, 
Charlie Howard, Dole Browning, and Jamie Kochevar. Y'all will continue to make this uh, my motivation for doing the ramblings and bringing it to y'all. Thank you so much for everything. I would love to have a couple more Patreons, so jump over to our website, lakeseminolramblings.com. Again, thanks again, and we'll see y'all next week.